Alright there, Meter. Good night, pal. Yari, pal. I am the bad man. Ah, I <laughs> can only really do I and as. That's it. Okay, well, that's My fine. Scottish accent is out from that moment. <laughs> yeah, I'm out. That's fine. You don't. You know, I'm you're good I'm at other things. You're good at other things. Um, don't know what they are. N- no, I tell you. I tell you what. I'm really good at. What? Not putting my entire body through the wall of my flat. And I'm sure you're thinking, well, that, that seems like a bit of an overreaction. Um, for the last 11 weeks, while I've been trying to work from home, um, there has been a consistent, intrusive, preposterous amount of noise going on. So right. if you, Lee, or you listeners hear any sort of in the background, um, it's because people next door are just arbitrarily drilling into walls and hammering bits of wall. I've written two strongly no worded reason. letters, um, had no reply <laughs> yet. Yeah, one to the company who owns um, the thing that I live next door to. It's an accounts office. Fuck them. Um, and the other to the, the council. Um, it was just... One A four paper, big letters. Are you fucking kidding me? That's that's <laughs> why I sent them. So we'll see if they get back to us. I'll keep you posted. Highly professional. I expect to reply. <laughs> yeah, hopefully. Um, so yeah, you're handling it well then. I mean, mm. at least you're not in my house where lockdown has caused an outbreak of snake oils and witch doctors cures. <laughs> you're on a real kind of elixir hype at the moment. Oh man. The latest one is apple cider vinegar in the washing machine to clean it. And I said, what about the fact that everything's going to smell like vinegar? Yeah. Oh, no, no. It'll be scentless at the end. Not true. Do you want to know, you want to know what it smelled like at the end? <laughs> Fucking vinegar. All <laughs> oh, right, there you go. God, so now yeah. we all smell like fish and chips. Excellent. Okay. <laughs> I mean, I'm pretty sure that apple cider vinegar is a slightly different smell to like malt <laughs> vinegar, but I mean, I hate vinegar <laughs> taste and smell. So that would drive me insane. Um, so yeah, well, I did go back to the laundrette for the first time since lockdown um, because they're doing wow. a thing where you can book a little slot. So you're the only person in there. Um, I well, mean, that sounds like heaven for you. It's, it was fucking amazing um, until some guy tries getting in. And I'm kind of stood there like, yeah, you can't come in, mate. No, I'll just need to do some washing. I, I mean, I understand what, why you're here, but it's, it's a time source. So you can't come in. Oh, so you just stood. Do you work here? No. Why does everyone think that when I'm in there, I work there? So like, no, I, don't, I don't work here, mate. Oh, right. How much does the machines take? I don't know, mate. I don't work here. Can you use card? I wouldn't have fucking thought so. It's a laundrette, mate. Oh, well, you, have you got any change? No, I haven't got any fucking change. Fuck off. <laughs> and I'm having this conversation with him through the door. And he's like, oh, well, what am I supposed to do then? I was like, I, I, don't, fucking I self, don't know. I'm not the king of go to another laundrette. <laughs> fucking hell. But I think lockdown has kind of, obviously we're, we're sort of used to it by now. Um, well, you'd hope so. But I saw something, well, I saw two things the other day, which I thought were just, I think what they did for me was they essentially summed up the entire, no, they summed up an, a proportion of the British public. 
perhaps right, a large okay. proportion. And, you know, obviously we're getting all these fucking pictures of people, you know, not adhering and blah, 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 blah. it's all a fucking nightmare. But I saw two posts um, and one was the first person who um, managed to get into Weatherspoons post lockdown. Right? At 6 a.m. He was the first person in the country to order a drink at a bar at a Weatherspoons. Now, firstly, why is there a news reporter going to have a conversation with this person? You haven't achieved anything, (laughs) but let's not, you know, fine. It's news, apparently. I mean, it is because we're fucking saying it on a podcast. But he went to, he'd been queuing up outside Weatherspoons from like 7 a.m. What, what do you think was the drink that he ordered? Bearing in mind, you know, we haven't been able to go to pubs for fucking three months and apparently that's a massive problem. So what drink do you think that he ordered? Well, obviously a pint. You'd think so, wouldn't you? What Either a pint or maybe an obscure sure. kind of short. He would have got like a shot of something. Mm, mm. He bought a bottle of Magnus. <laughs> a bottle of fucking Magnus. Literally something that you can buy from anywhere. And he got Why a bottle didn't he of Magnus. just go to answer and get six for the same price? Who knows? But you know what's even worse or better, depending on how you look at it? What? Is um, a chap called Jimmy from Halfbury, Manchester, had a. Right poetic review after his first sip of a pint post lockdown firstly what do you think the pint is that jimmy ordered uh can i hear the review first and no then try and- no you can't oh. sorry i'm having to pull rank you can't well, I'd like to think, again, it was like some obscure local brew, yeah. but I, I guarantee it's fucking Carling. So this is what Jimmy said on his first post-lockdown pint of Carling. It tasted like an angel pissing on the tip of my tongue. Well, that is probably the most legitimate review I've ever heard because it does, in fact, taste like fucking piss. Yes, but I would imagine that in Jimmy's poetic, nuanced kind of way, he was making the the connection that an angel's piss probably would taste fairly nice. How so? Still piss, my brother. Well, I mean, I know that and you know that. I mean, you know what I mean? <laughs> but apparently Jimmy... So so it's kind of... you sort of, What angle is he taking on this? Is he saying that it tastes like piss, which of course we all know that Carling does, or is he saying that it was some kind of, you know, transcendent beauty? Well, sadly, it's the latter, isn't it? Because he's wow. probably not the smartest. Just... Just... Stay at home and buy a fucking can of Carling, you stupid dickhead. Pour it in a pint glass. Bang. Yeah, you've literally got a pint of Carling. I will come round and I will, at a social distance, piss in a glass for you and give it to you and you can drink it and it will taste significantly better than a fucking pint of Carling. You can give him a little bit of lemonade for a piss top. It's like, just stop. (laughs) (laughs) God, this is so fucking juvenile sometimes. Oh, I know. Episode 52. 52. The Bee 
fifty-twos. <laughs> Come on down to a little old place called the Babbleman Shed. Babbleman Shed, baby. Bob Shed, little Bob Shed. <laughs> Oh my god, the B-52s, that is fantastic, the Bab Shed. shed. Well, it's fine, (laughs) because as you were doing that, I was just hearing the drilling continuing in the office next door. (laughs) Honestly, I think they're building a fucking ark. I think they know something (laughs) that we don't. It's like, I was contemplating, listeners, going and sitting in my car and recording this, so I could get away from the fucking drilling well, obviously, these are the end days. Oh, if fuck you believe me. the world of what's going, it's it's madness. But I invite you to ignore almost everything except something I saw Boris Johnson say about a magnificent <sighs> trade deal with Australia. Now, I don't really like to talk about politics, but this is the most unpolitical political statement. I've ever heard in my life. Now, if you haven't seen it, Boris has stood there with his mop on his head, as he does, <laughs> yeah. looking like a complete fucking buffoon. Yeah. Going, hello, uh, I'd like to welcome all of the English people into a wonderful new age with Australia. And we have a new trade deal, and this opens up wondrous opportunities to both communities. And one of the things that we like is Australian Tim Tams. <laughs> he starts talking about fucking biscuits in a political. I mean, it's my kind of political address, to be honest. He's talking about biscuits. But he's basically selling uh, an international trade deal. I know we haven't been allowed to trade with Australia for yet. Whatever, fine. Good, big deal. But when you sell it on the fact that <laughs> we're, we're going to get chocolate biscuits <laughs> and they're going to get. Uh, fucking Walker's crisps or something. Then he said, uh, I imagine a world where you give us Vegemite and we give you Marmite. (laughs) I know, man. It's like, oh my God. Well, yeah, because it's, the thing is, obviously I saw it and, and, you know, (laughs) we've made our feelings very clear on the pod. Um, But it, it sort of made me think about those in 15 years time, you know, think about like when you're, son is a guest on the podcast (laughs) when we're both like 50 or 60 and um we're like we show him that video that video is kind of beamed in on some kind of hallucinogenic satellite and (laughs) because i think there are some things in the world that when you look at in retrospect it just feels like it comes from a completely different time. And the only example I can think of is, do you remember on DVDs, when you'd put a DVD in, you'd have the old piracy advert. Now, firstly, I used to think, because well, say, you wouldn't steal a car. It's like, okay, well, you don't know that. I, I would steal a car. Right, thing. I'm sure we have. <laughs> but when you watch that out of context, it feels like it comes from a completely different lifetime. 
Yeah. And I think no, that th- right. this kind of video of Boris banging on about fucking biscuits is, or just <laughs> 2020 in general, like future historians a hundred years down the line, if the human race fucking lasts that long. They won't even know where to start. Where, it's like 2020 is, it's like just when you think it couldn't get any more bonkers, Kanye West announced that he's going to run for president. Elon Musk backing him up. You know what I mean? Now, now those of you out there who are conspiracy theorists like Lee and I will uh, understand completely that it's to detract the media from the arrest of Ghislaine Maxwell. But... Oh, yes, let's not talk about that. Though. But this is not the Didn't right platform himself. for <clears throat> <clears throat> no, that's a cough. Yeah, well, that was a weird cough. Um, a cough. But what we are here to talk about is... What do you think, if you were making a trade deal with any other country, what would be the five things that you would put forward? And I'm talking about food (laughs) to export to another country. So essentially what I'm asking you is what are the kind of flagship foodages that you think would be important to to fly the flag of our country? (laughs) We haven't got that many. It doesn't necessarily have to be... Uh, in fact, I would hope that it wouldn't necessarily be British because we don't do anything of any benefit or use. But, right. like, if you were having... So, like two a, would be from Tonics. It would be ca- yeah. <laughs> biscuits, caramel wafers, and uh, yeah. tea cakes. See, the tea, I, I'm, not, I'm not on board with the tea cake. The caramel bar, we've spoken about this before. <laughs> This Tunnock's oh, Caramel Bar this is, this is, is, just, is you know what? absolutely what? fucking perfect in every as way. As completely ridiculous as this com- conversation is, I had something else I wanted to mention to you, and I've just realised that's completely fucking ridiculous as well. Okay, like, go on this, then. We are living in times of madness. Can I just, sorry though, can I say Tunnock's Caramel Bar, I agree with. I, I'm going to do it quickly <laughs> because I, what I, wanted, what I was going to do is wait for you to finish and then ask me because I already know what I'm going to say. So I'm going to go, oh, Tunnock's okay, what's, go on, what's the Tunnock's Caramel Bar, of course, the milk chocolate hobnob, so that's the biscuits taken care of, um, Beef roast beef monster munch, mm. um, bacon wheat crunchies, that's your yeah. crisps taken care of, that's two of the main food groups, and then the last one, because I think you're going to have to have a kind of real sort of flagship one where people go, oh, that that that's interesting. Um, and I'm going to go for um, a Maltesers Easter egg. Wow. One of the big I mean, ones that's got the shreds of Malteser layered into the egg. Those would be the five kind of sort of confectionery based things that I would be like, look world, we can give you these five things. I, mean, I would have normally said Iron Brew, of course, but they changed the recipe, so fuck them. <laughs> The Fuck two, him, the two things in my life, iron brew and menthol cigarettes, both of them have been banned. Taken from me. They have been t- <laughs> snatched from my grasp like a gazelle in the jaw of a lion, a predatory beastie. They've just gone. Whoosh, whoosh. So it doesn't even matter what the rest of this year does to you. It's, the worst has already happened. Well, yeah, it pretty much has. But anyway, what was, <laughs> what was your ridiculous thing? Oh, it doesn't matter anymore. No? Oh, okay, fine.
beam to TVs around the world, live from the Shed Newsroom, it's Seagull News! Seagulls. Mm -hmm. Absolute winged fuckers of the sky. Mm -hmm. We can all agree. And now, <laughs> finally, eventually, as they always do, yeah. a bigger, more popular podcast, specifically the host. The special one, Joe Rogan, oh. has finally caught up and realised that these might be a fucking problem. <laughs> Seen on his Twitter feed the other day, mm -hmm. he posted a video of a seagull landing in a busy street. It looked like it could have been like a, a big city, like a, like a Chicago or New York or something. And why the seagull would be there, I don't know. But the girl swooped in to street level landed in front of numerous people and ate a rat. <laughs> what, a live rat? A big fucking walking around was perfectly fine two seconds ago rat. Whoop, pick you up, swallow, gone, flies off. Less than less than 20 seconds on the floor, the seagull was engulfed, the whole rat and fucked off. Wow. It, it, I, I'm glad that finally Joe Rogan has paid attention. I mean, he's obviously listening. Or one of his feeders, you know, the guy that goes out and does researching. They obviously listen. Because this is not the first time that Joe's been a bit slow at picking up something that we've mentioned before. Um, Aztec Death Whistle. Yeah, that's true. And I mean, you know, he's only getting $60,000 an episode. So I'm glad that we can give him some good fucking um, news and coverage. Um, exactly. What about the space station, Elon? What does that got to do with the virus? <laughs> but the, the problem is, is the fact that seagulls are becoming such a um i guess an underpinning of existence and Issues. like to, to bring two of the things that we've already talked about on the pod lockdown pubs opening and seagulls um on saturday night obviously the pubs opened and where you know where my flat is it's a it's a kind of through road for dickheads it's like the dickhead express everyone that's going either <laughs> to or from the pub or some kind of fucking garden party because mm. we live by a bus stop a main bus stop people decide to stand outside and fucking scream so like the sort of um you know preserved person i am thought about you know moving into another room for a couple of days just in, just so you don't get distracted by people. You know, I had someone coming down the stairs having a piss in my fucking porch. So, right. you know, so I'm in the back room and I'm, you know, watching fucking, I don't know, something. And mm -hmm. you sort of hear all these noises, all this fucking shouting. It's quite windy. So you can hear a can rattling. So, oh God. And then all of a sudden I hear this. Uh, yeah you can stop that now thanks right i'm like mute mute the tv fuck is that heard it again and again and again so uh, you know my disposition yeah i, yeah. I immediately <laughs> start freaking out about it is directly up <laughs> yeah, going, like, what the fuck is going on and i instead of un, sort of winding them up, I just pull the blind back. And bearing in mind we live in a basement, there yeah. is a seagull perched on the window, outside sill of the window, <laughs> sideways eyeing me, just making a little laughing noise. What are you talking about? And I just 
Like, I, honestly, I swear. And I just went, fuck. And it just like turned and hopped off and just walked away. It didn't fly away, just walked away. Just walked off. Honestly, if that motherfucker had started tapping on the window, I would move out. I'd just go and live in my car. There's no fucking way <laughs> that I'm dealing with it anymore. Bloody hell. I mean, you say that, you say that when we started recording, when we turned on yes. just to do the mic check, wasn't it? Yeah. Almost instantly, the second we said hello to each other, for the first time today, mm-hmm. I heard a seagull swoop and do the old yeah. walking gag right by the, right by HQ. Yeah. Like, yeah. no. It's the, I think we're in a little bit yeah. over our head. It's the start of a fucking Stanley Kubrick movie. <laughs> Don't be angry. Don't be appealed. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa, you really committed. <laughs> Don't mix re- it up. Can't just be the same every me, fucking week. Can really it? Come on. committed to that. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> Try not to laugh at you making noises in me ear roll. <laughs> Fuck's sake. Cool. Alright, it's your go, mate. <laughs> okay. Um, I've got a few, I don't know. Um, my first entry this week is food fusing to your teeth. <laughs> okay. Um, I mean, if they made mouth-sized crowbars... That would be helpful. <laughs> but there are certain times where you're just like, how is this thing still in my mouth? Popcorn kernels are the worst for that. It's a kernel popcorn. Good <laughs> evening, <laughs> <laughs> oh, Hello. Um, yeah, I can't fucking... What are the like, what is the point? It, it, I just think, well, I might as well just eat liquidated food all the time. Liquidated? Liquidised. Sure. Liquidised. <laughs> financially ruined food. <laughs> um... I'm my second one is getting cut off with a nice ending mid conversation. So you're having a conversation with someone and you're kind of in full flow. And just as you're about to kind of get to the crux of your point, they say, well, it was so good to see you. Take care. And I'll see you soon. And you're like, oh, oh all right then. <laughs> Not interested in what I had to say then. Fine. Fine. Cheers for that. Thanks. Um, my second one is also conversational. When you're having a conversation with someone, you finish said conversation, you walk out of the room, and they say something. Ah, uh, and then you go, and you uh, go oh, oh. oh, and you go back. <laughs> and then they say, and it's like this perpetual cycle of leaving, speaking, leaving, listening, speaking, leave it. Yeah, like on a there. fucking bungee call. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, can I just get out of this room and go do the thing I'm doing? Absolutely. Um, not using a chopping board to chop. <laughs> just just chopping food on the side um i mean i don't do this but i saw it on tv the other day it was like a reality right. style tv I, tell, I mean i'm trying to it was queer eye and they were <laughs> cutting something just just on the side so like, are you fucking joking you haven't even cleaned you it. haven't even cleaned it it, and also what about the knife marks it fucking nightmare <laughs> so give me your hate <clears throat> Towels that are so fluffy, they don't dry you. Mm. Okay. 
it's I hate the feeling of a too fluffy towel and it sort of caresses you mm-hmm. but doesn't actually remove the moisture. It's like a weird massage. I <laughs> I want my towels to be rock hard. <laughs> I want them to actually hurt me. I want it to be like the, the equivalent of the Old Testament in a t- like Old Testament God in a towel. That's what I want. Like <laughs> vengeful, kind of a straight to genocide with a towel. That's what I want. Toilet seats that do not stand up. Okay. So you're trying to take a piss, mm-hmm. and the toilet seat you've held it up out of the way because you're a gentleman. You don't piss on the seat. And you and let fact, go. That, what is that? The barometer of being a gentleman, not to piss on God stuff. <laughs> one off. One of the very important chivalry measuring dead, factors. Is it? Sorry. Okay. So it you're holding it up, not. and then you remove hand from said seat because you have to under your belt, under your zip, etc. You start peeing, and then the seat falls. Mm. So you then have a dichotomy of: Do I continue holding my pants down properly? Do I put my pants down like a child so that I can then have one hand resting on the seat because it now won't stand up at all? Even worse, if you have a slow closing toilet seat, much like I do, so it's constantly a dice of death between balancing straight piss stream and going all over the bloody place trying to stop to pee myself peeing on the seat. Not good. Well, there's I've got kind of two toilet related ones if you don't mind one is when you sit on the toilet to have a poop and you have to do that like you have to tuck your cock so it doesn't like touch the inside of the urine like the toilet like a tiny toilet seat yes yeah, so you've got to like hold it down whilst you're like perching it kind of scrunches everything um and the second one would be um when you a toilet seat is too small for the basin of the toilet so when you sit on it and have a shit the shit doesn't go into the water it just goes down the back of the toilet so then you have to you so you have to like perch forwards so you're almost you know like eddie the eagle when he used to fly and lean forward that's what you're doing whilst holding your cock to stop it from like rubbing along the inside of the urinal it's a fucking nightmare poo logistics when it's so hot, your cheap toilet paper cannot withstand the strength of wiping your ass. So you're hot and sweaty, you sit down, you go to wipe your ass after having a shit, toilet paper just capitulates in your hand. Like, great, now it's all over me. It's on my hands, it's all over my ass. Brilliant, fantastic. Oh, God. Like, right, what, moving yeah. away from the toilet. Okay, yeah, go on. Because... You may have noticed the theme with that bit. <laughs> yeah, that, that was poo hate. Toilet hate, go on. Watching seasonal films in the wrong season. Yeah, okay. So I had an experience the other day where I was sat watching a Muppet Christmas Carol in 29 degrees eating a chocolate Viennetta. <laughs> I mean, a chocolate Viennetta is fantastic. <laughs> keeping the classics alive (laughs) i was fucking i was melting it was so hot it was during that heat wave early june and i was absolutely dying and my son wanted to watch a muppet's christmas carol so i'm i'm sat there in little more than my underwear and sandals eating ice cream Mm. watching a charles dickens story set in the middle of winter everyone's freezing to death yeah, that is no. that is yeah, that is bizarre. Cannot do that. Unacceptable. Mm-hmm. That's it. 
do remember if you are sat on a toilet seat that's too small, do the old courtesy tuck. <laughs> <laughs> the old courtesy tuck. Courtesy tuck. Who's it courteous to? Yourself. Uh, yourself. So you, so you don't touch, you're just rubbing your fucking bell end all over the inside of the rib, getting that nice lime scale. Like, beautiful. <laughs> Lovely. Of course you're not going to do that. Bell end. <laughs> <laughs> I have got too oh, much fucking I time on my it. hands, man. I fucking love it. That's the first time I've heard that. That's great. <laughs> you fucking kidding me? There you go. Are you fucking kidding me? So you've got one as well. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I have. Um, so mine is actually something that is is re- is recurring for me. Um, okay. No matter where I try to navigate on social media or anything, I keep getting a very specific advert. Okay. And that advert is for a dedicated pubis ball trimmer. (laughs) Now, that's not the thing I want to talk to you about. Okay. What I want to talk to you about, and my, I guess, example of a you fucking kidding me this week, is um, a video that was um, designed to try and sell the product of a, you know, pubic thatch, dedica- a dedicated <laughs> pubic thatch electric shaver. Yeah. And I couldn't believe the first thing that it said was... And it was kind of captioning the bloke in the advert. And he said, right. before I started using this product, I had smelly balls all the time. <laughs> <laughs> and out loud, I went, are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> Firstly, why have you got smelly balls all the time? <laughs> Secondly, exactly. Trimming the hair is not going to eliminate them from smelling. Just wash them. Fucking hell. I had, I had smelly, smelly balls all the time. <laughs> Why have you got smelly balls all the time? Yeah, like you never shower. smelly balls. Fine, I guess. <laughs> but not all the time. you got a problem, mate. Don't buy this fucking thing. Go to the doctor. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> so that made me go, are you fucking kidding me? Out loud. Okay, well, I, I had exactly the same sort of moment. Go on. So... My wife shows me a video mm-hmm. of a young American girl in a kitchen with baking stuff all set up. And I'm thinking, all oh, right, you're showing me a cookery thing. Right. And then she brings out a tray of infant teeth, human infant's teeth, that she informs the camera person that you can buy off the internet. And the links are provided down below. And straight away, I'm already thinking, are you fucking kidding me? Because yeah. I'm thinking you're going to cook them. 
right? Or to make some kind of fucking soup. Then she starts pouring lemon onto the teeth on the baking tray, and she starts rubbing it all about. And then she says, "Put it in the oven for about ten minutes on four hundred degrees." And I'm like, "Are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> she is cooking them. Is she going to fucking eat them?" This is the in this in my head. Yeah. I've got a vision of some sort of grotesque tooth fairy esque teeth snaffling. Wow. Anyway, after ten minutes, she removes them, shows you the nice veneer, and then begins to make jewellery with them. What? What with real kids infants? Rando infants. She goes, This could be a nice present for a mum, for a this, for a that, and I'm like who the fuck wants to wear a necklace of real random child's teeth? So that was my moment of saying, probably for the third time of watching that video, are you fucking kidding me? Until next time. Well, you just I saw something um, genuinely quite frightening um, that someone had written and I just wondered if I could share it with you. Okay, go on. I'd quite like to share it utilising some of my skills as an actor, if that's okay. Of course. Okay. This is a review for a product called the Soul Coastal Beach Behemoth Giant Inflatable 12-Foot Pole-to-Pole Beach Ball. 12-Foot Pole-to-Pole. Right. It's a beach ball, right? Yes. Right. Just to confirm that. (laughs) Okay. We took this ball to the beach and after close to two hours to pump it up, we managed to push it around for about 10 fun-filled minutes. That was when the wind picked up and sent it huddling down the beach at about 40 knots. It destroyed everything in its path. Children screamed in terror at the giant inflatable monster that crushed their sandcastles. Grown men were knocked down trying to save their families. The faster we chased it, the faster it rolled. It was like it was mocking us. Eventually, we had to stop running after it because its path of injury and destruction was going to cost us a fortune in legal fees. (laughs) Rumor has it that it can still be seen stalking innocent families on the Florida panhandle. We lost it in South Carolina, so there's something to be said about its durability. There's something to be said about theatrical reviews read theatrically. Well, there we go then. There's a new section. Theatrical theatrical reviews. Read theatrically. (laughs) Theatrical reviews read theatrically. Perfect. That's the new section. 
So the wife thinks I'm boring. Okay. Because I've started. <laughs> oh, I mean, as soon as I say this out loud, even thinking it in my head, I am the most boring man on the planet. I have okay. been watching Gel's Marble League on YouTube. <laughs> now, if you don't know what it is, very briefly, yeah. Um, you know when someone makes a marble run and it's got like uh, sort of doohickeys and machines in it. I, f- I forgot the name of the. I have no idea. You know what a marble run is? Yeah, I know what a marble run is. I know what you're talking about as well because I've watched two of the videos. Have you? Yes. Ah, so you know that they stage Olympics with marbles. It's fantastic. It really is great, yes. I'm not alone. (laughs) Vindication. Vindication. Yes, fantastic. (laughs) Good, so I'm not alone. Anyway, well, she thinks I'm boring because I love the announcer. Uh, yeah. I forget his name, but the announcer on Jail's Marble League is just, he's brilliant. He he gives little balls life and character that doesn't deserve to be there, and it's great. Yeah. But then I thought, no, I, I reckon there's definitely things more boring than that. So I did a little search on Twitter. Okay. Now, I didn't search for boring, but I did a general search of the things that were trending mm. for what I thought would be more boring and one thing is a tweet from someone and the other is an advert i saw directly underneath that tweet okay so i'll tell you the advert first the advert was for jerome's sleep stories as in robson (laughs) Robson and jerome yes so he is now reading you a bedtime story for adults a sleep story as we call it that you don't feel quite so juvenile yeah. Where he is reading a Shakespearean London in a voice which is sort of like his, but not quite, because it has this airy sense of boredom about it. <laughs> okay. To send you to sleep. And I thought he's perfect for that, but that's not quite good enough. And then I noticed the tweet above it. Okay. The tweet is in response to um, another tweet by Gary Barlow. Gary Barlow. Gary Barlow. Okay. So Gary Barlow has been tooting his horn about praising the NHS. Right. Right? Yeah. Now, where do the NHS get their funding from? Just for people that don't know. Uh, I mean, taxes. Yes. Correct. (laughs) So it comes from taxes doesn't it yes and what doesn't gary barlow do um pay taxes correct oh two for two so in reply to gary barlow asking how could we help the nhs i'm gonna name him because it's genius at g daimlow says hey gary barlow here's how you can help pay the nhs pay your fucking taxes you monotonous oblong The single greatest insult besides the most boring man on the planet, which states just how boring he is. He is a monotonous 
oblong. Monotony. Two of the most boring things. <laughs> Monotony <laughs> and an oblong. <laughs> Monotonous oblong is a fantastic name for an acid jazz fusion sort of math rock band. Monotonous oblong. Um, you know what? It's funny because it kind of links to something that I wanted to bring to you, which is there are sometimes when people on the internet say the absolute fucking perfect things. Yeah. Um, and someone had posted the statement, non-sexual ways to find out if your girl, girl's a sub, with a question mark. And Charles okay. Ray responded, see if her clothes smell like Italian herbs and cheese. <laughs> <laughs> like the most childish fucking response. <laughs> Perfect then. Fantastic. Monotonous oblong. Brilliant. Let's play Pointless Advice. (laughs) So, um, you... You're just breaking them out, aren't you? Oh, mate. I am going to... I am going to pitch to you some of the most ridiculous advice that I've seen. Um, And you get to decide which one you think is the most ridiculous out of all of them. And they are the winner. Okay. So this piece of advice is called Malcolm in a muddle. And this is submitted from someone called June, who lived in lives in Hednesford in Staffordshire. When okay. my husband Malcolm hung out the laundry, he spent ages rooting around for pegs. Then one day he realised that the peg bag hooked perfectly on his belt. Now, with the pegs to hand, it takes him half the time. Okay. Thank you, June, from Hedlisford in Staffordshire. (laughs) Our second entry is from Samantha in Leicester. This one is titled Bean Juice. Samantha says, A natural way to get rid of warts is to rub bean juice on it. After a few days, you will notice a different and the difference, and the wart would have gone down. Lovely. Fucking <laughs> bean juice. I mean, what, what am I supposed to do with these? You're going to decide what you think the best piece of advice is. Number three is from Patricia in Pudsey. This is called Slippers. I was tired of my slippers always slipping off my feet and being a trip hazard. So now I fasten them with elastic bands. Entry number four is from Patricia in (laughs) Cheltenham. To prevent toast crumbs getting onto your jam, after buttering the toast, slide the knife into the edge of the bread. It will come out clean and ready to use in any jar of spread you choose. Number five is from Poppy in Keensham. This is titled Hand Warmers. On a cold winter morning, I boil two eggs and carry them to work. They keep my hands warm and I can eat them for breakfast when I get there. Just walk 
walking around with two fucking eggs in your hand. Go on. And the last one that I'm going to do, because I want to hold some of them back. Was that, did you sneeze? No. Oh, that was a weird noise. Maybe it was the seagulls. Okay. Um, so the last entry comes from Jenny Greeno from Paddock Close, Bradley Stoke, Gloucestershire. Okay. If you don't have a spare one pound coin on your supermarket trolley, a key works just as well. Plug the rounded top into the coin slot. It doesn't do any damage. There you go. So, Lee, you get to decide which you think is the best piece of advice. We have Malcolm in a muddle. We have bean juice. We have elastic band slippers. We have toast knife insertion. We have egg hand warmers. What do you think is the best piece of advice? Everyone, if you've got cold hands, get yourself a pair of eggs. This week's winner, too, this is fucking pointless advice, is egg hand warmers. What is this fucking song? So we both love music. We're both big likers of bands, yes. particularly uh, actual bands that play actual instruments. And I'd say with our general tastes, sometimes we find bands that have um, strange names. Okay. Well, what if I told you I found the top 50 of the most outrageous names. And I had to put a disclaimer on it that some of the words may be offensive to people. I mean, I'm nervous about it. Well, let's just see, shall we? So starting off, number one, Adolf Satan. Yeah. Number two, anal (laughs) Yep. Let's do this quite quickly, shall we? Number three, begging for test. These are real band names. Cattle decapitation. Lovely, yeah. Moving on from there, Charlie. I really want to put that in my fucking search engine to look up their discography. Clit boys. No, that's not a very nice. Crazy penis. Fucking hell. They keep... Cripple bastards. I mean, these are real bad. Diarrhea planet. Again, real band name. Dick delicious and the tasty testicles. Now that one, I quite like. I quite like that too. Dog shit sandwich. Horrible. Dying <laughs> Oh, lovely. Eccentric toilet. I mean, I don't know how you can... Enough is enough. Uh, how is that? I don't know how, how that's that managed to get on. Fetus. Yeah. Just fetus this time. Okay. Uh, they did have a uh, a box which would hold some of their 12-inch LP vinyl releases called The Fetus of Excellence. So there you go. <laughs> Full-blown <laughs> gay cowboys in bondage. These are real wow. band names. Yeah, don't get mad at us, listeners. These are real. And then you've got Goo Goo Dolls. Oh, uh, I mean, okay. Yeah. 
it's not a bad one. Idi Amin, that really <laughs> lovely person. Limp wrist, lion bitch, and the restraining orders. I feel like that one came from a different place. Yeah. Marijuana death squads. <laughs> Because okay. we all know that they exist. Yeah. Meat shit uh, <laughs> thing I get every time wait, I have a roast. Wait, wait, wait. <laughs> Meat shit. That's fantastic. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the stage. The meat shit. <laughs> My America is <laughs> die. No fucker. <laughs> no I'm, just gonna, I'm just rolling them out. Okay. Oh shit, they're coming to kill us. Pol Pot. And again, a really nice guy. Yeah, yeah. Rectum. Just rectum. <laughs> Romantic gorilla. <laughs> oh, that's a not very nice one. <laughs> fucking what hell. What the fuck? Japanese hardcore punk band. You picked the wrong side. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> oh. 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 Society. <laughs> oh. <laughs> why are you, why are you <laughs> applauding? Swollen balls. Swollen balls. <laughs> Suburban kids with biblical names. That's... The trees are spies. They report to the trees. What? Oh, the birds are spies. They report to the trees. <laughs> How is These that names offensive? are so madly I can't even pronounce them. I don't know. I think some of them are just a bit bonkers. Right. Treblinka. Trebling... Yeah, okay. okay. Up, up, down, down, left, right, left, right. Be a start, which the geeks will know is yep. the Konami code. Very good. Urine cop. Vaginal penetration of urine cock or urine cop? Cop. Cop. Okay. Release material. Oh, hang on. <laughs> Their label is called Fusty <laughs> and they released material by a guy called Shit. Fuck me. <sighs> Amalu with a musty carrot. A musty carrot? A musty carrot. Oh. Wank for peace. <laughs> when people were shorter and lived near the water. Okay. White shit. <laughs> in the head and eat your face off. Hang on. How is that so low on the list? How is that better than the Goo Goo Dolls? <laughs> what the fuck is this list? You love her because she... Three-way... Oh, what? What? And then two bands, which I I would think would be fucking offended to be on this list with the rest of these bands. Okay. The Stone Temple Pilots and Spandau Ballet. <laughs> so they're just kind of offensive slash bonkers then. It must be, yeah. I mean, I guess... I, don't... I mean, you wouldn't put Spandau Ballet with wanting in or waiting for... <laughs> the fuck it was no well it's funny because i've actually seen two of the bands on that list really yeah one of them is uh, i've actually i actually <laughs> saw them at a festival uh, and at the same festival i also saw the band and throughout the entire set um the, the i mean i say singer the vocalist essentially just sounded like this it was fantastic but i think the best worst band name i've ever heard to to you know because i'm just trying to contribute off the back of that is a band that were called the clitoris all sorts (laughs) i mean i like it me too i do like it (laughs) so (laughs) 
that's that, I mean that's a <laughs> I don't know what to do with all of that but well um, let's, just, let's just put it in a pot put a pin on it mm. and we'll come back to a little mini thing that I've got as a spin-off from that in a bit it'll be better it'll be more cheerful trust me okay I look forward to it right yeah i was just thinking about the b52s uh with the uh the bab bab shed rock lobster we were in the shed rock lobster (laughs) (laughs) how are they a thing oh who who knows who knows there we go but we've reached the end Mm -hmm. and you may remember earlier I had a, a list of things that weren't particularly pleasant band names. Fucking hell, yeah. Some of them were a little bit... Mm. Yeah. So I thought I'd I'd just sort of uh, cleanse the palate of all of that nastiness a so, bit. So you've, you've, you tell me you've got another list. I've got an, another very small list. Only six entries on this list. Okay, well, you're you're the kind of list man, so I'm I'm looking forward to it, Mister Listy. Yeah. Um. Yeah, these are. I'd, I want to say tribute bands. Some of some of them are more the traditional style of tribute band than others, but they're all tributed to something. Okay. And I want you to guess mm-hmm. what that thing or or previous band is okay okay mm-hmm. so starting off the ian duncan smiths <laughs> so i've got to i've got to tr- <laughs> what i've got to try and guess who they are a tribute band to yeah um i have no idea the smiths but they all wear suits Oh, that is, I get it. That is fantastic. Okay, I'm in the headspace. Of what okay, here we go. Are. This one's slightly easier. You should be able to get this one. Okay. Lobby Williams. Um, I hope amongst hope that it is a Robbie Williams, Mr. Blobby crossover. Sort of. It's just a fat bloke who's Robbie Williams. Oh, that's so disappointing. <laughs> I, I know. It's just the whole angels just saying Blobby. Blobby, okay. Blobby, 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 Blobby. That would be fantastic. How about this one? Go on. <laughs> that would be great. <laughs> that was a, that was a joke that kind of grew. Effervesced. Go on. Aerosmith. Please tell me it's an Aerosmith cover band when they're all dressed like Star Wars Sith Lords. Not only are they dressed like him, the lead singer is Darth Vader and sings like him. Oh, that is fantastic, Aerosmith. I mean, like, look, I want to make it clear to to, to you <laughs> listeners that I am not happy about the punnage. I'm not happy about <laughs> the puns, but but I'm enjoying it anyway. Mac Sabbath. Mac Sabbath. Um, is it a black? They do Black Sabbath songs dressed as computers. You were thinking in the right headspace. Okay, but what you didn't attribute the Mac to was the Big Mac. Because it is a McDonald's-themed Black Sabbath tribute band. Fantastic. The lead singer is Ronald McDonald. That's that's fucking great. Abattoir. Abattoir. Oh, my God, is it Abba songs while they're dressed as butchers? 
It's a death metal ABBA tribute band, yes. What? Hang on. I wanna, <laughs> I'm going to 100% listen to them because I love ABBA and I love death metal. So that's great. <laughs> Bit of abattoir. Abattoir. And last one. Now, this is going to be a... Should, it, it might be tough. It might not. Oakley Dokley. Well, you see, Lee, this is the problem, right? <laughs> yeah, you is, already know. I you? <laughs> already know who Oakley Dokley are prior to it being sent to me by yourself and your wife. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, Oakley Dokley are a metal band that all dress like Ned Flanders, <laughs> which is which is absolutely fantastic. It's wonderful. It's this six Ned Flanders going fucking ape shit. Have I ever told you the story about the bouncer in the abattoir? What? <laughs> okay, that I'm sounds that sounds like some sort of Jack Kerouac novel. What do you mean, bouncer <clears throat> in the abattoir? So I'm going to have to curate it because, unfortunately, the gentleman that told me this story was uh, used some choice language that I wouldn't feel comfortable in repeating. Um, okay, so I'm at a pub. I'm about 20 and I go outside for a ciggy right. and the bouncer's outside and we're kind of trapped in this sort of, I don't really want to talk to him, but he's making eye contact with me. It's really cold outside and he's drinking a, a cup of tea. Right. So he comes over and he went, all right, fella. Oh yeah, you're right, mate. Yeah. Not too bad. Not too bad. <laughs> all right. Cool, man. Just drinking a cup of tea. Oh. <laughs> Oh yeah, cool man. So he starts kind of wriggling a bit. Oh, right. Going, oh, oh. <laughs> Are you alright, mate? Yeah. Oh, I've got a knot in my back the size of a fucking tennis ball. Oh. Okay, yeah. Cool. I need to get me one of them massages, don't I? One of them fucking massages. And I went, yeah, yeah, that's probably a good idea, man. I suppose, you know, if you're st- stood around quite a lot in the cold. Nah, 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 it's not that, mate. All right. What, what is it then? Well, it's because of my second job. Oh, okay. What's your second job then? Oh, I, drive a, I drive a lorry for an abattoir. For an abattoir. I was like, oh, <laughs> fucking hell, man. I was like, well, you, delivery. you must be knackered. Yeah, well, uh, I've only been down here for a little bit. Uh, okay. Right. Yeah, me and my mate Freddie, they send us down here when we've got to sort someplace out. Do you know what I mean? If things are a bit hectic, we get sent down to sort them out. All right. So, yeah, normally we sort of do go, go to cities with the big clubs, you know, like uh, you know, London, Guildford, Aldershot. <laughs> Aldershot fucking Aldershot I don't know as many big clubs in Aldershot but okay and I went oh right he was like yeah I don't mind it down here though you don't you know you don't have to you don't have to do that much don't see that much action oh right oh have you seen quite a lot of action in the past then yeah well I I remember I was uh, working in a club in Brixton and these two geezers came in uh, long coats on all of a sudden I hear all this fucking kerfuffle on the dance floor go over there and one of them's pulled out a double barrel shotgun from underneath his coat and shot some other cunt in the fucking head 
wow, you should have heard the commotion, mate. There's all these birds around crying, going, oh, my God, oh, my God. And I went up to one and she's fucking giving it all that and crying and screaming. And I just said to her, I said, darling, I don't know why you're crying for. It's only a bit of brains. (laughs) And I put my cigarette out and went, have a good night, mate. (laughs) I mean... Only Did you not just walk into his face and just say, Bullshit. <laughs> you, sir, are talking shit. You, sir, are commencing with conversation from your cavity. Yeah, I mean, I, I just, it was one of those conversations where I just kind of witnessed. I, I, I was sort of attacked by the conversation. I mean, attacked I guess by words. a little bit like the babblement listeners. Um, so listeners if you've ever had a funny conversation with a doorman doorman um, and you want to uh, get in contact with us you can do at babblementpod on Instagram or Twitter Uh, if you want to send an email I mean if you want to be old school babblementpod at gmail.com and I can announce something Lee that even you don't know about what I have put in an order for babblement t-shirts you fucking shitting me? I am not. Winging their way to me currently is the prototype of the Babblement t-shirt. Now, listeners, this is a competition. If you go on iTunes and give us a five stars and a nice little review, and then you get in contact with us and say, hey, I did what you said. I went on iTunes, I gave you five stars, and I fucking wrote something nice about you. You will automatically go into a prize draw, and we will announce live on the show the very first person to win a Babblement t-shirt. It is very tasteful, it is very well designed and put together, and you... Do do I get one of these? I mean, if you pay for it, you can have one. If you give, or like, why would I pay for you to get a T-shirt? I've had to pay for the prototype, and I will pay Fine. for the one for the listener. Fine. Have you gone on iTunes and given us a five-star fucking review? No, you haven't. I'm you, in the fucking show. It doesn't matter. You can pretend to be someone else. That's what I did. I was doing it to see if we got a notification. So it says fucking my name on it. I've written a fake review for the podcast that's now fucking there for the whole lifetime cycle of the podcast. With your name on it. With my fucking name on it. I look like the most self-indulgent man in the history of the world. So no, I'm not buying you a fucking t-shirt. If you want one, you can buy one. But listeners, if you want to do something nice, you could be in the chance to win a Babblement t-shirt. What more could you want with your life? Exactly. There you go. Wonderful. I think we should get the fuck out of it. I'm losing my mind. Bye, everyone. (laughs) Goodbye. Bye. The reason why the listeners aren't hearing the second half of Teletubbies and Professor Snape is because it's absolutely appalling. (laughs) And I don't, you know, I don't want to sully our reputation with that utter filth. Even even we are saying it really is bad. Honestly, listeners, right? We, We started doing it. We went for it. I did all the voices and it's just... It's just appalling. It's the most dross of dross.
it's, it's terrible. It's terrible. It's offensive. It's terribly written. And I just, I, I don't want to, I just don't want to do it. You know what I mean? I, just, <laughs> I really, really don't want to do it. And, you know, normally, you know, we, 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 we sort of give ourselves some time and some room and some space to kind of do some shit, man. But this was just this, you know, we were all excited about it. And, and, and it is terrible. I just, uh, I just we'll think of it. another one. We'll find another one. It's fine. You fucked it boys. You okay? No, I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not, but I will survive, as the famous Gloria Gaynor once said. She did. <laughs>